National Association for the Visual Arts is the peak body protecting and promoting the professional interests of the Australian visual arts. Nava in Conversation is a series exploring the issues and challenges of working in the sector. We speak with artists, curators and administrators to gain insight into the experiences of contemporary practice and seek to propose ideas for change, progress and resilience in both local and global contexts. we're on site with Mark Shorter and Sash Katz at Cementa 17. We listen in to their conversation as they discuss their collaborative endurance performance work, Chip Chop Shanty, the intention of the work and overcoming leaking water pipes. Chip Chop Shanty invited the audience to watch and listen to the rhythms of labour as the artist bodies were put to the test in a paddock on a hill, complementing, intervening and shifting the landscape. This work was undertaken throughout the four days of the Cementa 17 Festival. It involved Mark digging a hole and Sash, firstly felling a tree, then chopping it up for firewood, with both artists working from sunrise to sunset. At the completion of the festival, the hole was filled in, the wood distributed and the work finished. In their conversation, Mark and Sash explore methods of collaboration and unpack the connections of work and labour, both in practice and theory. They discuss and interrogate the concept of purpose, logistics, politics, and what it means to dig and occupy a hole. We hope you enjoy their conversation as they grapple with the complexities of the performing body in a paddock in regional New South Wales. So what's the purpose of digging this hole? I've got to ask. Well, I've always been interested in holes, I suppose. I, oh, right. I, I find them uh, interesting spaces to kind of contemplate within, so I'm digging a hole in a sense for that. But my friend Sash here is chopping up the wood, so I suppose working with a different kind of action and form and space. Oh, right. And we're trying to see what the conversation is between the two actions. Yeah. They are similar because we're both kind of carving, but one's kind of carving to an endless point and the other has a fixed kind of space, a point of reference. And so in a sense, they're kind of, it's a kind of a sculptural conversation around sculpture and carving and space. Is it what you expected? It's like, I, it's a hole, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting because I was so I wasn't sure whether you, were, whether you were digging like and sort of, whether it looked like an archaeological excavation or like, you were actually digging, looking for something in some spot. I think that's the point of it, though. Like when you dig without purpose, what is the fucking point? Like what, what is the aesthetic of digging without purpose? Because you're not. I mean, you can. Like you could dig to go through the center of the earth and there's purpose in that. Like you might not make it, but with the purpose you have like a direction and a form. But if you're digging just, I guess you're right on that level it's more excavational because it's not digging to go through, it's digging to kind of understand like each layer. Yeah, and I think yesterday when you really sort of hit the wall into your morale, 
just dropped and I think it's part of it is there is no there is no purpose and there's no finitude to it it's just work it's just you keep working and and I think that's it hi, that highlighted the action in what you're doing it's the pointlessness of it like whereas what I'm doing is pointless but I have small goals I get through I cut the log in half I cut the log in half again but I think it comes back to the formality because it's not that pointless. You're able to make these shapes. Like you're able to make these, like this is yes. beautiful. The hole comes in and out. Whereas this, like Sash did this yesterday in about an hour and I was jealous straight away because like it's beautiful and, and it has a clear kind of um, shape, I suppose. So even though you're right, it's pointless. There are, the small goals sort of make sense. Yeah, and I think it's like you break it down into, you compartmentalise your work. That's what we're doing. But yeah, I, I haven't worked that out yet though, you worked it out early on. Took me a day. It's kind of, it's, I don't know, you just keep going. It's the, like there is, what are we talking about again? The lack of form. No, I think we're talking about the purpose of the whole thing. Yeah. And I think to me, when, when people were asking me about the work, like, what's it about? Why are you doing this? And I was sort of, we had, the, we had this premise, which we sort of pitched it as, as this work song. But for me, it was kind of the actions, are, they're sort of abstractions of labour. For me, like the negative referent of the wood chopping is the chainsaw. Like no one would actually do this. They wanted firewood or they wanted to, they just wanted the wood for something. They needed the end product. They would just use a chainsaw and like a hydraulic log splitter. Like there's much better ways to do this if that's what you're after. So once, as the action is kind of rendered redundant, it just becomes an abstraction of labour. Like it, no, that, it's just a cipher for labour. But then I'd bring, I'd bring it back to the song because then that's the whole point: is to find the rhythms between the, the two abstractions of labour. Like if you had a chainsaw and I had a excavator, it wouldn't have the same kind of rhythm. We weren't actually sure what the relationship between the two kind of ideas was. We, we talked a lot about working in the landscape. Um, but I, I had, I guess, a particular idea around the whole that was around making a kind of an informal sculpture, like an inverted formless sculpture even, and um, where you couldn't see the end point of the, of the sculpture that you you were looking at or something whereas I think Sash had a very different approach in terms of how he was working with the the, the tree yeah I so it just came from an urge to it was started with just felling a tree with an axe I read this book on um a sort of Scandinavian relationship to firewood. Um, 
about a year ago. I became fascinated with axes and felling trees and just had this urge to, to do that and engage with it. And we were talking about these things, like Mark wanted to dig holes, just wanted to dig holes, just fascinated with holes. And it was almost this pre-verbal attraction we both had to these, um, these two acts. So, and for me, it's, it's always been, I've been more interested in the action. And I, but I think that the timber cutting and the, the wood chopping is, um, is more about an action. The whole becomes about creating this, this thing. Yeah, I think I, I was more interested in the meditative properties of looking into my hole. So I wanted, I, I mean, I obviously needed to dig and, and chip away at the hole to get it to that point but I was more interested in what the hole was as a conception. So it didn't really have that same attraction just with the, the action. But I fe felt that the interesting thing that would be to kind of bring the action back into the hole by comparing it with your chopping or by putting it next to the chopping. Yeah, and I think like meditation is a good, a good concept. Because um, I find the act meditative. It's incredibly meditative. I'm thinking of starting up like wood chopping therapy sessions. Like it's it's great. But you've also slowed down time. Like what you guys were talking about in terms of the action yeah. of labour and yeah. how if you wanted to Go do it there, properly or quickly, it would be much yeah. easier to get a chainsaw or an excavator. And I feel that there's kind of a connection within space as well in slowing down that time to take that meditation element a bit further. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, Yeah, I think the relationship to time is is different. Like time matters less. It's kind of a time defined by getting getting through something. Yeah, well, well a literal clock with the minute hands is almost an impediment for me. I find it kind of it's a frustration. Like I'd prefer to go on, I guess the the light of the day, and the knowing what kind of can be done in terms of what the physical body is capable of to be the measurement of I guess a sort of progression forward as opposed to like minutes and hours. I mean yeah because just the politics of a town you know having to get kind of approvals to kind of dig a hole and of work out the the city planning so that you're not necessarily hitting a a water line which we tried to kind of do so that we could um focus on the action and not on necessarily just the um the politics of trying the to logistics. Get, get the logistics yeah, yeah of trying not, yeah not the politics it can get political but yeah the logistics of trying to um get the hole down so yeah it's been kind of quite complicated on that level which understandably because you know like there's a lot of as we've discovered like water lines and things running underneath that aren't on any kind of city planning so you just really don't know what you're going to come up against and so you've kind of 
got to be quite responsive to the site and what's happening. Um, but I also, like I also, for me, the logistics are, are kind of really interesting, you know, in performances I do, like that is working out how you're going to do this, how you're going to, how we're going to get, you know, a two-ton log into town, sort of under our own steam as much as possible. I just and, and for me, that's, you know, I know in all my work, that is kind of what I like. I'm kind of an amateur engineer. But I, I don't think, I think that is the politics as well. I don't think you can have logistics without politics. So I find the politics interesting. Like, for instance, even with the property, getting to know the kind of the relationships of the town so that someone in the museum, at Candles Museum, knew someone with the property. And then we were able to kind of understand that site through our conversations with Toby and Kate and then they would sympathise with us and sort of get involved. I mean, a kind of a personal yeah. politics. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess, I'm just, I don't think the, I guess the connotations of politics is what I'd take, maybe move away from. They're just social relationships. Yeah, that's And their relationships, yeah, with, with the state and with just the constraints of the natural environment. And they're just the stuff you have to work with to get any, anything done and they're just yeah. I guess they are really specific to this site but they also you know you can, where would we do this in Sydney can you imagine what you'd have to go through <laughs> and that's interesting just the freedom you've got to to work like this here the constraints we'd have to do this in Sydney like well, I you'd have to find the land you have to get approvals from, you know, all sorts of different departments. You have to get probably like geotechnical surveys. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously you have to kind of check where the gas and the water lines are on a property before you dig a hole, but I mean, we brought the log in, so you could have done that. You could have done that, yeah, but it's, it's also doing it locally. It's also, you could probably get a lot, you know, hauling the log. We could probably kind of play it a bit faster than we see here. Yeah. I don't know whether they want us to say that. Do you guys make a conscious effort in terms of getting the log here that that was something that you wanted to arrange and be part of? Yeah. It's yeah, sort of we evolved. Wanted to, we, wanted to do, we wanted to do it under our own steam. We didn't want to get, just get a guy with a truck with a crane on it. Yeah. Because the, because the original premise of the, of the of the kind of the, the work was for me to dig next to the tree and for the kind of the whole action to sort of take place on site but we couldn't do that so it we kept the premise of kind of taking on the the action ourselves but having to then also bring the log to the site which which I thought kind of was worked out quite well in the end yeah i think yeah it, it meant i was more invested in your side like, yeah we both had to work together to do it. I'm still waiting for you to get invested in my side. I know you're going to have to at the I, end. I helped you with your pipe. You did, yeah. And I think at the end you're going to help me fill in the hole. Yeah, I realise I've got to help you fill in the hole. I can't just go home. The, the soil is incredibly durable. In fact, it's some of the more durable soil I've ever had to dig. And so I'm using a mattock to just get through even the top 
play. That's normal practice to mat at the beginning. Um, but there's, there was this irrigation line that was running, ironically, dead through the center of the hole. Like, it was almost like I built the hole deliberately on top of this irrigation pipe. And so as I was going at it with my mattock, I hit it right on dead center and split the whole thing in one hit. And it, the, the water started just gushing out and my, my poor hole just got destroyed. I mean, it's good to actually water a hole because it loosens up and moistens the soil, but I guess that works in some instances, but what happened with my hole was this, the, the soil is so dense that the water didn't go anywhere. So the more I dug, the more it just got muddier and muddier until I couldn't even move my boots. So it actually became a bog. A bog. And the whole project I lost all vision for and it became Sisyphean. And, and that was pretty awful. But I guess that was the point. Like it, it, it realized that because I've done other holes, like a previous hole I did, the goal was to dig right through the center of the earth to Spain. And that wasn't the purpose of this hole, but with it bogging up, it, it, it just made it incredibly um, pointless. And so all that was left was sort of like the sludging action, which isn't like a chop dig sound, it's like a chop slush sound. And that was quite um, confronting. I mean, you, you were okay, you just had to look at it. Although you weren't happy with your car getting mud in it, I know. Tried to take the mud off. But it's been interesting the discussions you guys have had with everyone because you've kind of provoked this discussion around the history of the site as well. Like being audience here, so many people have told me like the last 40 year history now of just standing here watching you guys of what was here. And that's quite extraordinary, I think, I, even if you get bogged. I think a hole can do that. Like by its nature, it excavates and it reveals layers of sediment and layers of history. And in a sense, even metaphorically, that can unearth um, people's own experiences with site, like what's been happening here. But I mean, people are drawing everyone in and no one really knows why there's an irrigation line running right underneath. I mean, someone's tomatoes aren't getting watered. But I guess, it, yeah, it is, it is like it's archaeology. This is actually what archaeology is. You, you know, you're digging down and you're trying to you know, you come across this pipe, it's part, it's a remnant of the history, and then you work from there to try and work out what it's for, who put it here, is it meant to be here? I suppose I find that frustrating because I'm interested in the myth, mythic qualities of the whole, and so when you have to deal with the day-to-day -day existence of piping and stuff, you suddenly get brought back into a more archaeological frame, which is fine. I mean, I kind of embrace it to a degree, but like I want existential pondering. So, I mean, that's why it's probably at the beginning of the day was so disappointing yesterday because it wasn't looking like I was going to be able to vertically fit in my hole. And I wanted, I wanted to be engulfed by my hole. Like I wanted the horizon to slowly go down and down and down until eventually I couldn't see across the, the vista, you know? I, I, think that, I think that it's good to have the, the practical archeological qualities be, to be confronted with them as you dig a hole. But I think the point is to not forget the mythic excavational sentiments as well, the kind of the ponderous nature. Head 
to our website visualarts.net.au for more information on NAVA's advocacy and campaigns for improving the working environment for Australian artists and arts organisations.